Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. The Tampa Bay Rays, they're defunct. <laughs> they don't exist anymore? They don't exist anymore. I, I just the Red Sox? Today, you should, we should make a call and let them know, but I just decided they're out. I would rather watch the like the, the guy, the, 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 paint, the painting guy. Who's the painting Bob guy? Bob Ross. I'd rather watch Bob Ross than watch my favorite baseball team play in Tampa. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. What a matchup. It is bracket season. What a matchup. Your favorite team playing a game in Tampa or Bob Ross painting a lake and a mountain. Give me the lake all day long. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. If he won't admit it, I'll say it about him. That's a stadium snob right there. Why don't you love sports? I'm proud of my stadium snobbery. <laughs> yes. Some stadiums are just beneath Bulldog. We are very happy to have one more go-round here with Ross Tucker as the football season ends. Ross, uh... Interesting game, long game, interesting game. What for you is the most interesting or was the most interesting thing about it? We're talking a lot about the 49ers overtime decision, which is also interesting. It's fine, but I'm not sure the game will be remembered for that. Yeah. um, Well, first of all, great to talk with you guys, as always. I think it will be remembered as, number one, the Chiefs cementing a dynasty because it doesn't happen that often, guys. It's like one a decade, right? I mean, Steelers in the 70s, Niners 80s, Cowboys 90s, Patriots, I guess, both the 2000s and the 2010s, and the 2020s, it's the, uh, it's the Chiefs. So they have definitely cemented a dynasty, and congratulations to them. It's unbelievably impressive, the run that they just went on. So I think that's one thing that jumps out to me for sure. I think that's how we'll remember it. I, I'll definitely remember overtime because, first of all, I think a lot of people talk about the decision that Shanahan made. And then it was awkward at the end of the overtime because I don't think most of America realized that there would be another period after that. That, that the Chiefs had until their until their possession was over. I thought that was, hmm. I know, in fact, talking with people, that was very, very confusing. People thought, well, yeah, they both get a possession, but after 15 minutes, it's over. 
well, no, it's not over. And I think that whole thing, because it's new, was confusing. So that's probably what I'll remember the most from it was the overtime decision, confusion, and the Chiefs being a dynasty. Would you pin that confusion on the broadcast? Because cause on one hand, I would assume I, – I, I, whatever, I'm not Jim Nance nor Tony Romo, but – I would assume people wouldn't know it's a playoff game. I mean, it's the ultimate playoff game. It's the Super Bowl. It can't end in a tie. So, of course, this game isn't going to end like a, like a regular season game would end. But maybe it's something you should have made clear, I guess, to the viewers. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I myself wasn't confused at all about the timing. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, maybe, I guess I can see how someone could have been. Maybe they thought the Chiefs were just going for the win. Yeah. Right? On that play? I, I thought... I thought, first of all, Vinovich and the officials could have been more clear. Did he say it was first quarter timing or fourth quarter timing rules are in effect? Ooh, I don't remember, but he botched something there because he had to he had to circle back I, and I correct himself. Said, I thought he said fourth quarter. I couldn't hear if he said first quarter or fourth quarter timing rules are in effect, which to me, you could say, Bulldog, yeah, obviously it's not going to end in a tie, but it wasn't a tie. The the Chiefs. Oh, that's uh, right. Of course, points. right, 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 right. I'm sorry, that's right. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. Let, let's say Hartman drops the pass or goes out of bounds at the two yard line, and time expires. I think there's a lot of people that would have thought, okay, well, the period ended, and the Niners have the lead. The Niners win the game. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I botched that. Yeah, that well, make that makes a way a more lot, sense. There was a lot of confusion there. Yeah. All they would have done is is switch ends. Uh Ross, would you choose to be critical, even highly critical of Shanahan? I I agreed with him. I, I think it's really close. The math says it's close, but I like getting the ball first. Kind of for the reason he said, you have the choice. You don't have to kick the field goal on fourth and four at the nine-yard line, you know, or even set up for that. A little bit reminiscent of the end of the Bills game, I thought, for how the, the last few plays went. But, of course, a lot of people think um, you, he was way off taking the ball. Yeah, no, he definitely was not way off. And anybody that says that doesn't really understand everything. Like, there's an advantage both ways, okay? If you kick... You have the information advantage of knowing what you need to win or extend the game on your drive, and you can go for it on fourth down as a result, right? So, like, you know that. If you get the ball first, like Shanahan, you have the third possession advantage, which I do think is significant because if neither scores, then it's sudden death. If you both get field goals, then it's sudden death. If you both get touchdowns, then it's sudden death. The only thing I feel very confident about is if you do kick and you want the ball second, if you go down and and match the game with a touchdown, you got to go for two then. Mm-hmm. You you cannot let the other team have the sudden death situation. You got to go for two. So if you and that's evidently what the Chiefs had decided ahead of time, we're going to get the ball second and we're going to go for two if we need a touchdown. And I'm fine with that. And they have Mahomes. I get it. The only thing I would say to people saying that's what Shanahan should have done. I mean, guys, the Chiefs only had one touchdown the whole game. Yeah. And they only had one touchdown the entire regulation period. So, like, this idea that Mahomes was definitely going to go down and definitely score a touchdown, 
I think is a little bit revisionist history. Thank you. And can I please add to that? Because today, I, I am on the other side of it. Today, their Twitter was talking like he would have gotten the two also. Like, come on. How, how, is there any limit to this? That Kansas City is just automatic? This year, I know it's just, it's kind of a random thing, but this year on two point attempts, Kansas City 0 for 1. Like, oh, they, oh, they would have gotten that too? I just, I know how good they are. I know how good they yeah. are near the end zone, but come on. I mean, San Francisco's pretty good. They might have been able to stop them. Who knows? Yeah, and, and that's, that's where we're at now with Mahomes, where now the, like, in people's minds, he's never made a mistake, <laughs> and you can't possibly beat him. And that's just not the case. Uh, but in fairness to him, he comes up big when it matters the most, very, very often. But you got to make him pay. I mean, he, he had a terrible interception in the second half, and then the night and the Niners caught it, but then they got no points out of it. Like you, you've got to make them pay if they make a mistake. And honestly, by far the biggest play of the game was the Ray Ray McLeod fumble off the punt. I mean, that's the only touchdown the Chiefs scored the whole game in regulation was after the muffed punt where all Ray Ray McLeod had to do was fall on the ball and he tried to scoop it. You just, you know, they're very good. The Chiefs are very good. We know it. Kelsey Mahomes, Andy Reid. You just can't make critical errors like that. I mean, third down, the last two third downs for the, 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 the Niners, they could have salted the game away. First play after the two-minute warning, nobody blocked McDuffie and they don't have a hot route to overcome it. And then third down near the goal line in overtime, nobody touches Chris Jones. What the heck are we doing? I mean, how do you not touch Chris Jones? Yeah, what was that? Just a, a foul up there? Like look, Looked like the right guard. I, I watched Jeff Schwartz on that, Ross. If you, I don't know if you have a quick take on it, but the right guard blocked left instead of right, and that just sort of messed things up on the right side and – an inside guy came free, and then Jones on the edge. So just uh, somebody missed an assignment there. Well, do you want to say anything more about that? Or well, I would I would just say I'm never a hundred percent certain on something like that. Yeah, because a linebacker blitz, and so maybe the right guard was told to protect the a gap with a linebacker, and then maybe the tackle is then supposed to block Chris Jones. Like there's a lot. I don't like to say who messed up unless I know for sure. Fair. But I know this. Somebody messed up mentally. Right. I did and see that had yeah. to absolutely devastate whoever it was. Yeah. As well as the offensive line coach. If you have a mental error as a professional football player, that is or at least should be emotionally devastating. I did see John Feliciano say the whoever's getting the heat for that play, maybe it is this right guard. Feliciano on Twitter anyway said that that wasn't his man. Like so, so, he didn't say who made the mistake, but that the guard did what he was supposed to do, and something else went wrong. I, I recommend Jeff Schwartz on that. It's, I thought it was pretty convincing, but you know it's fair enough to not because you don't know, can't say with certainty. Ross, we we have a few minutes left with you for the season here. We're we're on to to the draft. You know, I, I'm not ask, I'm not going to ask you about prospects, but <laughs> I, I will tell you one comment you made with us that might have been during the season or might have even been before the season you may remember you're, you're good at that we're talking about the bills versus the bengals or versus kansas city if the time comes they meet in the playoffs 
You're like, as good as they are, as good as Allen is, would you bet them? Would you pick them? And that that particular sentiment is just going to be that much more prevalent this year because they and they had them at home, right? I mean, it's just sort of one more year in on not having gotten there. I don't know what we do about that talking about this team for the next six to six to eight months, but I feel like that's just going to be the more popular sentiment about the Bills is more of an expectation that they'll come up short. Yeah, well, and and I would say now it's going to be um, a self-fulfilling prophecy on some level when teams play against the Chiefs in the playoffs like we had for so long against Brady and the Patriots where it's just like, you know, I've seen this movie before. I know how it ends. But Brady didn't win it every year either. You know what I mean? Like Brady lost some. You just – you have to – you, you've got to go and take it. You can't expect for them to make the mistakes. You have to be aggressive. And, you know, I still think the Bills would have had a great chance to win that game if they weren't so banged up on defense. You know, I mean, I, I really do. I think they would have probably won that game. But, but they were. You know what I mean? So you have to find a way to overcome it. And it's like anything in life, right? Like, I got cut four times. I got traded. Like, you just got to keep doing it. You just got to keep going, keep doing try to get better in every little way that you can possibly get better, and then take your shot again the next year. I mean, on some level, I think you said, this, Mike, it, it's, it's nice when there's dynasties. It's nice when there's a dominant team that everybody has to kind of shoot for because think about how special it will be for the Bills or whoever – if they're able to beat them next year in the playoffs. Yeah, that that's pretty much where I end up here. Like it, it the the loss hit me really hard. Um and, and I didn't expect to bounce back as quickly, but what watching the Chiefs win again, um, I very much feel like they're not that far off and just keep going. Right? I know the roster's gonna change a lot, but just keep going. Uh, because it's it's on the margins and and one of these years, you know, like I I, I doubt I'm going to catch them in Super Bowls here during this era because uh, they're already up three nothing. So good luck, but beating them will be extra sweet because they are now a dynasty. Ross yep. is is my front page story appropriate for Valentine's Day? Of course it is. I have a question for you guys. Yes. How many of your listeners right now? you think still don't have a Valentine's Day gift for their significant other? All 14 of them. <clears throat> Am I a listener? All 14 of them, I think. 14 out of 14, 100%. So, so I, I figured out, I think this might be even better than ordering it ahead of time. Order it today. Like, if you're driving right now, go to myfrontpagestory.com when you can safely do so. Order a story for your significant other it's beautiful. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper frame, like Buffalo News. It's, it's perfect. I think this might actually be better this way, guys. You put the order form, print it out, put it in an envelope, give it to her tomorrow, and say, honey, I'm having a story written about you. It's not quite ready yet, but it'll be here soon. Can you even imagine, like your wife or whoever, the anticipation every day waiting for that story to come? Like, can you imagine, like, Waiting, there's a story being written about you by an author. Like, like it would be killing. Like it, the the excitement, the anticipation, it would almost be better that way. And I'll tell you this much too. I should have said this a couple weeks ago, if you mentioned to me or not. But any listener up in Western New York, 
that gets one of these stories for their significant other today or anytime, actually, make sure you send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com. I will personally send you a signed autograph. Personally, I will put it in the mail, a Bills picture or a picture of me in a Bills uniform, like an 8x10 or whatever, or a press pass from this season. All you have to do is go to myfrontpagestory.com, get your loved one, probably the best Valentine's Day gift I've ever heard of, and you are guaranteed to get an autograph from your boy on top of that. That's pretty good, right? And then that could be next year's Valentine's Day present, by the way. <laughs> the picture. Hey, honey, I have just what you've always wanted, a signed Ross Tucker Bills card. In the worst uniform the Bills then, ever wore. Then I send you a picture of that, and who knows? After that, who knows? You know what, Bulldog? I will say this. The 8x10 I have is the worst uniform the Bills ever had because it was the away one at Seattle. Yeah. The, my football card. We were in the all navy blues against the Jets at home in 03. That actually is a pretty good look. That 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 one was actually Google it. You'll see like Ross <laughs> no. Tucker Buffalo Bills football card. You'll see I actually like that that color combo. Totally agree. You don't have that you don't have a white panel across the shoulders. Yeah, the, that, the that, road, that road uniform was just the, horrific. The, the Alouette panel. We called it the Alouette panel. <laughs> the Alouette's panel in light blue trim. That was a weird one. All right. Terrible. Ross, thanks for everything. Hey, had an amazing year. Truly hope we do it again next year. Uh, nothing is cooler for me than to meet somebody from Western New York who says they make it a point to listen to me on WGR every week. That is awesome. Although, man, you guys moved on from me quick, huh? From 5 p.m. You already kicked me out of 5 p.m. That was quick. <laughs> we I have mean, to... people, Mike, Mike, people, people rearrange their lives around this. <laughs> Okay, I know you just mess with people. People are driving right now. Like, wait, what happened? Am I, did, 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 did we turn back the clocks on Sunday? What's going on? Only one thing could have meant this, and that is that the general manager of the Sabers needed to reschedule his appearance this week to today, and so we we obliged him. That's why we asked you to you, move. Wait, hold on. You think the GM of the Sabers? I didn't say that. Important than me telling people about myfrontpagestory.com. I I didn't say that. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't say that. Text me and I'll give you an honest answer. Thank you, Ross. (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, hey, see you guys. Thanks for an awesome year. I love being on with you guys. Thank you so much. We love having you. It's a highlight every week for sure. You know the the Brady point. How long he went? I mean, they won their three, and then they went a long time. Then they won their other three. There were nine years in between those championships. So maybe it's hard right now to imagine the Chiefs going nine years without another one. Or maybe it isn't. There's so much randomness in it. Other good teams, look how close it was this year three times. Miami game wasn't that close. But after that, but look, the Patriots 05 lost to Denver 27-13. Not a great year. Five turnovers in that game. 06, they lose a great championship game to Indianapolis, which goes on to win it. We're Indianapolis, maybe. Uh, the next year is the undefeated team that loses to the Giants. Then it's a, a year, Brady misses a year. Right, right, Matt Castle. 09, Baltimore blows him out. Is that Ray Rice going 80 on the so. first play? Yep. Oh, 10, Rex beats him at Foxborough. 11 is Giants another again. Giants. Yep. 12 is the Ravens win the AFC Championship like easily in uh, New England. 13 is Manning 
And then they win the Super Bowl in 14 over the Seahawks, which was pretty lucky. Then they lost the year after that. So it's like like he said, like we always say, what what else can you do? Maybe I'm right that the narrative will be harsher toward the Bills this year because it's another and the fact that it's a home game is going to mean a lot toward that. You know, mm-hmm. you, like Mahomes said, they they got what they wanted. They got us here. It didn't matter ultimately who won the game. But it doesn't matter what the narrative is, what the talk is. No, it doesn't at all. It does stand out to me that in that in that ten nine years or ten whatever that is that gap, like they did lose a couple. Like they still got they to, to the two. Super, they still got to the Super Bowl. But yeah, but you would take that for Kansas City, wouldn't you? Over the next nine years, well, no, their Super Bowl well, record oh, is zero and two. Yes, yes, I would take that. Yes. <laughs> what a question. I mean, they were down twenty. Patriots down twenty eight to three in the Super Bowl after after losing to Denver after beating Seattle. What's that point? I'm not sure. They won. 803-0550. This, the draft, and more. Feel free to join us. We'd love it. Lines are open now. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 